Uh, 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 don't touch that dial. Get ready for Blondie. Before we join the bumsteads of Shady Lane Avenue, let's gather around the bandstand for a curtain raiser from Matt Emerson. Raise that curtain, Matt. Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling from glen to glen and down the mountainside. The summer's gone and all the roses fallen. Tis you, tis you must go and I must bide. But come ye back when summer's in the meadow or all the valleys hushed and white with snow. Tis I'll be here in sunshine or in shadow. Oh, Danny boy, oh, Danny boy, I love you so. When winters come and all the flowers are dying and I am dead, as dead I well may be, you'll come and find the place where I am lying and kneel and say, and are they there for me? But I shall hear those soft you tread above me, and all my grave shall warmer, sweeter be. And you will bend and tell me that you love me, and I shall sleep in peace until you come to me. shall sleep in peace until you come to me. Thank you, Matt. This week's episode is being sponsored by the Watertown Players, your favorite community theater troupe for more than 30 years. You know, folks, I'm not sure if I've mentioned that among my plethora of hobbies, I'm also an amateur meteorologist. You know what a meteorologist is, right? No, it's not someone who searches for meteors or, um, ologists. It's one of those people who looks up at the heavens and says, yep, looks like rain today, or snow in May, absolutely impossible, or the barometric pressure today is holding steady at 30.01 with a visibility of 4.879823 feet with winds out of the northeast at 300 miles per hour. Well... While you can't always count on your local meteorologist to accurately predict the weather, you can count on the Watertown players to provide the best family-friendly entertainment in these here parts, no matter the weather. The Watertown players, dedicated to enriching the lives of those in this and surrounding communities, 
through creativity, expression, and fun. And now for our weekly visit with the Bumsteads. We find Blondie and Dagwood in the living room reading, although the night is far from young. Oh, 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 goodness, excuse me. I say excuse me, Dagwood. Uh-huh. It must be dreadfully late. What time is it, Dagwood? The clock in the tower has just struck three, and out of the misty shadows in the dim streets below, a wraith-like figure creeps. Dagwood! Hey, yeah? What? Never mind what time it is in your story. What time is it really? I don't know. Listen to this, Blondie. More like a slinking beast than a man it comes, slithering over the pavement, slimy with sleet. Whew, boy, how's that? Terrible. You'd better not read anymore tonight. It's past your bedtime. Oh no, honey, it's early. It must be midnight. Oh no, it's, uh, let's see, it's just 11, uh, 59 and one half. I suppose that extra half minute makes all the difference. What's the name of that book you're reading, Dagwood? The Kitchen Crime, or Who Killed Cook Robbins? It's swell. Listen, this man is standing there, see? Dick Daring, the great detective. And all of a sudden, here comes this figure creeping out of the shadows, see? Well, how awful. You'd better put that book away and come to bed now. Bed? Listen, I can't leave that creeping figure stooped over like that all night. That's a good place to leave it. Why, in my book, I'm going to leave the girl getting chased by an acrobat with a knife. Oh, are you reading a mystery too? Why, no, Dagwood. My book is a beautiful love story. See, the man with the knife loves this girl terribly. He takes a funny way of showing it. Well, he's jealous of her, of course. She ran away with his partner in the act. What act? Why, the name of the act was The Three Magnolio. And this man with the knife is a contortionist, just like the man that's all stooped over in your book. No, no, this feller in my book is no contortionist. Nobody knows what it is until the end, I guess. It's a nameless thing that creeps around all the time. Listen, you ought to read it. It'd give you the whim-whams. One case of the whim-whams is enough in the family. Well, just the same. Uh, I want to finish this tonight. Finish it? Why, you can hardly keep your eyes open now. I can, too. Uh, I was just uh, never wider awake in my life. Oh, Dagwood, stop it. Ha! Who's sleepy now? I am, but I admit it. Well, you can sit up and scare yourself pink if you want to. I'm going to bed. No, no, honey. I, I kind of like to have someone else up in the house when I'm reading this. Look, I tell you, you read it to me, huh? Oh, no. Yeah, go ahead, and I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll promise to go to bed right after the next murder. Well, all right. I'll read a little while. Where were you in the book? Right here, where I'm pointing, see? A sudden gust of wind, right there. Oh, yes. Uh, a sudden gust of wind swept the icy street. 
its cold breath stirring a cloud of mist that swirled and eddied like a dead man's fingers, clutching at Dick Daring's throat. And as the great detective watched, the mist seemed to take form and become a creeping thing, more like a beast than a man. <sighs> I'm not boring you, am I? No, no. Go on, honey. What does Dick Daring do? He steps back into a doorway. Dick Daring stepped back into a doorway where he hoped to see without being seen. But the bloodshot eyes of the thing seemed to pierce the shadows, for it halted and then came toward him, slowly but with relentless hate in every move. On it came, closer, closer, closer. Oh boy, Daring better get out of that doorway and lamb for home. Shh, Dagwood, listen. Closer it came until the dauntless detective could see its bloodshot staring eyes and the fang-like teeth in horrid jaws that gaped wider and even wider. <gasps> Goodness. But it was not this that caused Daring's spine to crawl. It was the other thing he heard for the sound that came from the beast's lips, the sound that froze his blood, the sound that beat into his half-numbed brain with a maddening shudder, was the sound of... <coughs> Dagwood Bumstead, are you asleep? Oh dear, he is. And now I'll have to finish this all by myself. The sound of human speech from the lips of a living nightmare. <coughs> Shtagwood. A human voice that whispered these sinister words. It's a nice night for a murder, Mr. Daring. It's a nice night for murder, isn't it, Mr. Daring? Yeah. Yeah, it certainly... Uh, for what? <laughs> Did I startle you, Mr. Daring? Listen, how do you know my name? Oh, everyone knows Dagwood Daring, the dilettante detective. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Don't blame me for what I say. It's the author makes me say words like that. He's trying to write for the slick magazines. Oh, wait a minute. You mean, you're just a character in a book? Naturally, Mr. Daring. You wouldn't expect to meet anything like me outside a book, would you? Well, I tell you, I'm a stranger in town myself. Well, I can show you all the hot spots. Want to do a little creeping around with me? No, thanks. Listen, what's the idea of creeping all the time? Can't you walk? Oh, I walk between stories, but it's pretty tame. I'm here to creep and you're the detective, so get busy and detect. Oh, well, uh, what would you like detected? You're supposed to start right in without any chit-chat and tell me a lot of things about myself, and then I say, marvelous. Oh, well, how's this? You, uh, you're a contortionist with hay fever, and you're mad at somebody named Mabel. Marvelous, Mr. Daring. It's nothing, really. I knew you were a contortionist because you kept absent-mindedly putting your right leg up around your neck. Amazing! Achoo! Oh, God bless you. And I knew you were mad at Mabel because I noticed a large heart with Mabel in it tattooed on your chest. Only lately you tried to cross out the name. Simple, isn't it? 
Oh, sure. Hoo-choo! Here, take my handkerchief. So you think it's simple, hey? Certainly. Detectives have been doing that routine for years. The only thing that puzzles me... Hoo-choo! Is how you knew that I had... Hoo-choo! Hay fever. Well, I noticed your eyes were bloodshot. Yeah, but I always thought that was pink eye. Hoo-choo! No, no. Hay fever. Well... I'll be toddling off home now. Wait! You haven't heard my story. No doubt you've often wondered what became of the world-famous act known as the Three Magnolio. Who? The one in Blondie's book? I thought the name would open your eyes. The Three Magnolio. Feats of legerdemain and light comedy. Prestidigitation and persiflage. Songs, dances, and witty sayings. But, alas... Uh... Alas, what? Alas, the act is seen no more. I, the original Magnolio, and the sole survivor. That's too bad. But I tell you, I'm kind of sleepy and... Uh... Wait! At first there was me, Mabel, and Elmer, and two trunks. First we lost the trunks, and then we lost Elmer. Hmm, uh, pretty careless. Elmer was a contortionist, too until he tied himself in a knot he couldn't reach with his teeth. Then there was only me and Mabel. Well, that's the way it goes. Uh, when you get home, remember me to Mabel. Mabel isn't at home anymore. No? No, she's gone. And with her went the old act. <sighs> well, don't take it too hard. You have your memories. Yeah, I have my scrapbook, too. Want to see my press clippings? Some other time. I've got to be inkling along. No, no, you don't. You're a great detective, aren't you? Oh, sure, sure. I'm pretty good in those books they write about me, but... Then you've got to help me find her. Now listen, it's pretty late and... And a nice night for murder, eh? <laughs> Ooh, don't do that. Button up nice and warm, Dagwood Daring. It'll be a cold ride to my house. Hey? You heard me. You've got to help me. I'm a desperate man. Well, uh, where do you live? On the other side. Do you know where moldy mansions are? Moldy mansions? Listen, that's in the slums. The sub-slums. Ready to go? How about this time next week? On a sunny day? No, now! There's not a moment to lose. Well, if we can find a cab... We won't need a cab. I'm a magician, too. We'll fly through the air with the greatest of ease, riding the breezes from one of my sneezes. Now wait! Hold tight, now. Abracadabra! Ah, 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 achoo! Ah, here we are. Yeah, here we are. Uh, but where are we? Moldy mansions, the street of nameless crimes. I can name one. It's a crime not to have any street lights down this way. We're down on the waterfront. Listen, you can hear the water lapping the rotting piles of an abandoned wharf. I say you can hear the water lapping around an old wharf. That's better. Gosh, this would be a good place for a murder. It's my favorite place. <laughs> Ooh, I think I need my assistant. 
Blondie Bright Eyes, uh, to uh, take notes. Oh, Blondie! At your elbow, Chief. Marvelous. How did she get here? Well, you know, lots of detectives have disguises hidden all over town. When they want a disguise, they just reach into the nearest ash can and get it. Dagwood Deering keeps me handy instead. Sure. I keep my assistant, Blondie Bright Eyes, informed of my whereabouts at all times. And uh, where are my whereabouts, Blondie? They're in the laundry, Chief. Marvelous. See? She knows everything. Some detectives have a man assistant, but not me. With a girl assistant, the public gets love interest, too. Don't they, Blondie Wandy? I'll say they do, Chiefy Weefy. Let's have less love interest and more plot. Okay. We're engaged in the case of the missing Mabel. Blondie Bright Eyes, this bloke Magnolio, the mad magician. Right-ho. Now you rest your brain, Chief, and I'll ask questions. Just routine? Of course, just routine. But I warn you, Magnolio the Mad Magician, that anything you say will be used against you. I'll tell you the whole story with gestures. No, just answer yes or no. Do you still beat Mabel? It's a lie. I only beat her once. And that was when she bit me. Ah, Mabel had a temper. But she loved me. Until Elmer, with his sneaking ways, came between us. Aha! Very well put, Chief. What did Elmer do to win her love? Well, he could wiggle his ears, and I can't. Just another sordid triangle. My dear Magnolio, you're wasting our time. If you want to learn to wiggle your ears, you should stay at home nights and study, instead of creeping all over town in this ghastly fashion. Come, Blondie Bright Eyes, let's toddle off home. Wait. No, Chief. Let's help the bloke out. Where is your house, Mr. Magnolio? Just down the street, at the other end of Moldy Mansions. I say, while you were whisking us through the air, why didn't you land us in front of your beastly diggings? Well, I'm a little out of practice. Just creep this way. I don't think I can, but I'll try. You creep. We'll walk. Come on, Chief. Walk. I'm walking. I'm walking. Then there's something wrong, Chief. I can't hear any footsteps. Right, Blondie Bright Eyes. In a mystery story like this... Our footsteps should echo weirdly through the deserted street. Footsteps, please. That's enough of that effect. This is my front door. I'll just throw the latch. Go right in. Goodness, you lock up tight. Oh, yes. Then nothing outside can get in. And nothing inside can get out. <laughs> hey, that means us too. Marvelous, Mr. Dagwood Daring. You can't get out until you've found Mabel. <gasps> We're trapped, Chief. Yeah, and I don't like this place. I don't like it myself. Tomorrow, I leave it forever. Never put off till tomorrow what you can do tonight. Let's go. Oh, no. I'm not expected until tomorrow. <laughs> you see, I'm going to visit my brother, Hector. He's in the asylum. <laughs> you mean he's, uh... Oh, yes. He went mad worrying about father. What was wrong with, uh, father? 
Poor father. He went mad worrying about Grandpa. I don't suppose Grandpa was one of our great minds either. Grandpa thought he was a poached egg. He used to complain that he needed a bit of toast to lie on. You see, he went crazy worrying about me. What did you do to worry him? Oh, he thought I was the fool of the family. <laughs> Let's not do anything to uh, worry, Mr. Magnolio, Blondie Bright Eyes. No, Chief. We'll be careful. Just solve the case of the missing Mabel, and I'll let you go. I'll do my best. Uh, now, where did you see Mabel last? Her room was up in the attic. The attic? Oh, yes. Right up these stairs. Let's go. Take me up to Mabel's room. Watch your step in the dark. Two steps are broken, but I never can remember which ones. Be careful, Dagwood Daring. Yeah. I think it's two and four that are missing. Uh, true or false? Two. False. It was three and five. Are you hurt, Dagwood Daring? Well, no. But I'm glad it wasn't an elevator shaft. I wish I could remember to fix those steps. It... it worries me. Now don't you start worrying, Mr. Magnolio. Remember Grandpa, and your father, and Hector. Yeah, uh, don't worry about us. We'll get up to the attic, all right? Let's fly up there. Eh? Like this. See? Oh, that looks like fun. Come on, Dagwood Daring. Fly with me. Here we go. Here we are. This was the door to Mabel's room. Walk right in. Goodness. Don't tell me Mabel lived in this room. Why, uh, there isn't any furniture in it. There was, until she lost her temper one day and broke it up. Oh, for heaven's sake. So then I made her sleep on that pile of hay. But what about those bars on the windows? And this, uh, this big chain bolted to the floor. Mabel was too fond of chasing around nights, so I worked out this little scheme to keep her at home. <laughs> hmm, I see teeth marks on the chain where she tried to bite through it. Blondie Bright Eyes, I feel a deduction coming on. I deduce that Mabel wasn't happy here. She wanted to get away. Marvelous, Chief. She did get away, too. Hmm, now where was Elmer's room? Oh, we kept Elmer down in the cellar. Then take me to the cellar. Why do you want to go down in that old cellar, Chief? I'm going down to the cellar to get to the bottom of this case. Marvelous, right this way. We'll go down the back stairs. Right ho, uh, any stairs missing in the back stairs? Here they are, see for yourself. Just step right ahead. Well, all right, but. They're all missing. <laughs> Dagwood Daring! This episode of Blondie is being produced and sponsored by the Watertown Players. You know, folks, sometimes I stay up late at night pondering and thinking and reflecting 
and contemplating and examining and drinking beer. What, may you ask, is weighing so heavily on my liver? Besides the beer, I mean. Most of the time, I am thinking about the Watertown players and all the great productions that have been performed over the years, such as Don't Hug Me, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, Music Man, Music Man Jr., and Hello Dolly. And then I start thinking about all the great shows yet to come to the Watertown Players stage, such as Urinetown, Hamilton, Wicked, Chicago Jr., and the Susification of Romeo and Juliet. And then, of course, I think about the Watertown Players' current offering of Blondie. Then I finish up my beer, and I am able to go to bed with a satisfied sigh. <sighs> the Watertown Players, dedicated to enriching the lives of those in this and surrounding communities through creativity, expression, and fun. And now, let's hurry back to Dagwood's Bad Dream, where we find Dag Daring, the great detective, wandering around the cellar of the old house. Blondie! Where are you? Psst! Chief, can you hear me? Two? Yeah, but I can't see you. Listen, how did you get down cellar? There aren't any stairs in the stairs. I slid down the banisters. More fun. <laughs> Shh! This is a bad spot we're in. I'd like to get my hands on the guy who wrote this book. Oh, do you think we're in a book, too? Sure we are. And I'm not sure this isn't a dream, too. Uh, listen, uh, pinch me and see if I'm dreaming. Okay, Chief. Wait till I find you in the dark. Oh, here you are. Ready? Yeah, and pinch me. There. Feel that? Nope. I didn't feel a thing. I'll pinch a little harder. There. Feel that? Nope. <laughs> this is awful. Well, that's funny. Maybe if I stuck a pin in you, you'd feel that. Go ahead. Well, get ready. One, two, three. Ouch! Ooh, who said ouch? Wasn't that you? No. It was me, Elmer. Elmer? Sure, it was me you were pinching, too. Oh, I beg your pardon. Oh, granted. Listen, Elmer, what are you doing down in this cellar? I'm hiding from him. From Magnolio? Yeah, from Magnolio the Mad Magician. He'll kill me if he catches me for running away with Mabel. Oh, so that's where Mabel went. I mean, I knew it all the time. Can I help it if she loves me better than him? Why, he can't even wiggle his ears. Where's Mabel now? Well, she's going to get me some supper. She has? Oh, listen, Blondie Bright Eyes. If Mabel can get in and out of this place, so can we. Marvelous, Chief. I'll go find the way out and then holler for you. I'll go with you. Don't rush away, folks. We're having bananas for supper. Bananas? Yeah. I get mighty sick of bananas sometimes, but Mabel can't get enough of them. Well, I tell you, I can take bananas or leave them alone. This time we'll leave them. Come on, Dagwood Daring, let's go. You'll have to wait for low tide. Low tide? Yeah. See, now that the stairs is gone, the only way in or out is through this drain pipe behind me. But the other end's underwater at high tide. Maybe we could climb the banisters I slid down. 
Maybe you can, but I can't. I'm going to crawl into this pipe and see how high the tide is. Be careful, Chief. Yeah, listen, how long is this pipe? Oh, it goes about ten feet, and then slopes down towards the water. Look out for that band, she's slippery. I can't hear a word you say. I do. Oh, I guess he came onto the bend too soon. Dagwood, are you all right? Help! Let go! Let go of my leg! No! Help! Guess he met Mabel in the pipe. Well, you tell Mabel to let go of him. Once she gets a grip onto a man, she hates to let go. Then she's no lady. Well, she never was a lady, Mabel wasn't. Mabel's a gorilla. What? Sure. She was part of our act. Until she got too mean-tempered to work. Oh, guess he got away. Help! It, it's after me! Run, Blondie! The thing is after me! <laughs> you hear that? Well, Mabel's mad at you, I guess. Mabel, my eye, this is something covered with hair and long teeth. And it tried to kiss me. Oh, what did you do? I punched it in the nose. Only, it didn't have any nose. Well, Mabel won't like that. You'd better get out. I want to get out. But if that was Mabel, I want a word with her first. You can't argue with Mabel, Dag Deering. Mabel's a gorilla. And not only that, but... Uh, uh, what? Two... <sighs> Run, Dag Daring, run! Yeah, yeah, uh, up those banisters! You said you couldn't climb them! I can now! Come on! <laughs> to Blondie, where are you? Halfway up the banisters! Come on! Yeah, here I come! I, uh, uh, they're uh, kind of slippery, but I'll make it yet! Oops! I nearly, too, I'm slipping, I'm, help, it's got me, take it off, it's, it's kissing me again. Dagwood, what's the matter? It's kissing me, I tell you, take it, take it off me, cut it out. Take it off. Daisy, stop kissing him, he's waking up now. Shh. Uh, Daisy, uh, help me. Uh, sicker, Daisy, chase Gorilla away. Gorilla? Goodness, this must have been some dream. Hi, uh, hey, uh, gl climb the banisters. Banisters? Dagwood, what on earth? Blondie, uh, where, where am I? You're on the living room floor, Dagwood, as usual. Two? You fell off that couch again. That must have been quite a dream for such a short nap. Short? Oh no! Uh, golly, I went all over town, and down on the waterfront in moldy mansions and... Oh, look at the time! Just midnight! You fell asleep at 11.59 and a half. Well, but... Two! What's that? It's just Daisy Dagwood. No, no, I mean that other noise. Listen! What's that? It's your knees knocking together. Aw, that's silly. I wasn't scared in the dream. Much? You'd better get up and go to bed now, dear. I don't know. 
I'm not sure I could sleep now. Want some hot cocoa? That would kind of quiet your nerves. Yeah, I would like some. I'll make it. It's all made. I thought you were going to need it. Here, don't spill it now. Say, uh, thanks. Oh boy, hey, uh, how far did you get in that mystery story? Not very far. It was more exciting just to listen to you dream. Want me to read you some more in that book? Not tonight. I need something soothing. Well, let's see. Oh, there's a story in this magazine. It's called Mabel's Mistake. No, nothing with anybody named Mabel in it. That gorilla's name was Mabel. Oh, I see. Well, here's one of Baby Dumpling's books. That might do. What's the name of that? Ned Nipup on Mars, or the Rickety Rocket Ship. Nothing about flying, Blondie. I flew in that dream. I need something that I don't have to think about. Oh, I know. Here's just the book. Now lean back and relax, Dagwood. You're sure this won't make me dream? I don't think it will. Now, all comfy? Uh-huh. Uh, go ahead. All right, here we go. A. A. Aronson Art Atelier. A. 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 Bug Exterminating Company. A. B. C. Scooter Service. Abby. Alice B. Abby. Arthur D. Abbott. Cornelius G. What is that? The telephone book? Uh-huh. Mighty, mighty soothing. Go on, Blondie. Ace Employment Agency. Ace Fly Swatter Works. Acme Cleaners, Acme Pie Emporium, Acme Van and Storage Company, Adams, Bert, Adams, Zachariah, Adam and Eva Lunch and Filling Station, Advance Laundry, Etna Spring Water Bottling Works, Ackerman, Ephigenia J, Allied Upstarts of the World, Babbitt, Benny, Bacon, Barney, Beck, Mary, Beats, Bell, 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 Bender, Berg, Black, Black, Blue, Blue, Brown, 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 Bruin, Walter J, Bryce, N.P., Buck, Robert, Bumstead, Dagwood, oh, Bumstead, Dagwood. Bumstead Dagwood? Dagwood? I guess he'll be all right now. Good night, Bumstead Dagwood. And so we leave Blondie and Dagwood of Shady Lane Avenue. We invite you to listen the next time we join the Bumsteads. The next episode is entitled, Gesundheit, Bumstead. <laughs> Sounds like a hoot and a half to me. This week's episode, Dagwood Daring Meets Mabel, feature the voice talents of Carl Zarling as Magnolio, Greg Coots as Elmer, Blaine Landowski as Dagwood, and of course, Lisa Steffel as Blondie. This week's episode was brought to you by the Watertown Players your favorite community theater group for over 30 years. You can be sure that we will continue to bring you great, family-friendly entertainment for years to come.
Make sure to keep following the Watertown players on Facebook so you can stay in the know. This is your announcer, Jim Steffel, thanking you for supporting the Watertown players and our continuing episodes of Blondie. Are you enjoying these great radio shows? Well, of course you are. Want to help fund these great shows? Well, of course you do. All you have to do is text Blondie to 44321. That's Blondie, B-L-O-N-D-I-E, to 44321. Thank you, and good night.